Welcome to the Occupational Safety Leadership Podcast, episode number 34, PBE Hazard Assessments. So in today's uh, episode, we'll sit down and uh, break down a couple of the reasons why we do a hazard assessment. And then, of course, kind of go over the... um, the typical way that we do a hazard assessment. I certainly don't want you to think that this is the end all be all. Think about this as just kind of something that works great for me, but modify it for your needs. Don't don't take this as I've got to do it the same way because I heard it here. Make sure that it meets your needs out there. Let's get started. So I'm really big into the whole reason why we do something because time, effort, money, uh, all that stuff is just not endless. So there has to be a cost benefit to it. Sometimes it's really hard to put like a, a dollar cost on it, but I, I really mean you have to have that return on investment for why we're really doing something out there. So the reason why we really want to do these PPE hazard assessments is to properly assess the hazards in the workplace. That's the big thing that we want to do then. So uh, obviously, we have to comply with OSHA 29 CFR 1910-132, the general requirements, which talks about assessing the hazards out there. Um, but the big thing is we're protecting people. We're just not doing it because there's a law out there and says that we got to do it. And of course, that's, that is a reason to do a hazard assessment. But the, the overall goal is the people, not to say, you know, wink, wink, we're complying with the uh, law. But I also want to really stress that PPE should also be the last option for protecting people. I know that in many cases, it's um, really easy to say, oh, just put on a respirator. Just do this, just do. But there's a reason why that we want to engineer out the hazards. You know, um, humans are flawed creatures. If you just think about the respiratory issue itself, um, there's a lot of times that males will not shave because, of course, it's not part of the job requirement. It's not so you're not getting a good seal and you got to do the physical and uh, fit test. And so it's just not as easy as uh, some people think is, oh, just put on a pair of gloves and go. There's not a one size fits all for gloves. I shouldn't say one size. There's not a there's not a one glove that fits for every single uh, application out there. So now that we've kind of talked about the why. Let's kind of go over just a general definition of what a PPE hazard assessment. And of course, this is something that works for me. Don't think of it as like one that you have to adopt for yourself. So a PPE hazard assessment refers to the process of identifying and evaluating potential hazards in the workplace that require the use of PPE to mitigate the risk of injury or illness. So that's a whole mouthful. But what it's really saying is you're going to sit down and let's look at the typical steps that we follow when we kind of do this um, assessment out there. So we're going to um, identify the hazards, determine the likelihood and severity of that hazard, select the appropriate PPE, train the people, and then we have to monitor and evaluate effectiveness. So one of the things with PPE, of course, is that when we sit down and we think about monitoring the effectiveness is it's very comfortable to um, just wear, just tell people to wear PPE. PPE is not comfortable to wear. It's hot. It's uncomfortable. It almost always doesn't fit 
just right because these are, are general sizes things like gloves and safety glasses and all that kind of stuff too then so um make sure that when you're really ready to do this that you kind of understand the whole um walk a mile in somebody else's moccasins you know really sit down and say so if i have to wear glasses and i have to wear earplugs and i have to could i do this for eight hours of course too at the same time so so i'm off my soapbox now let's sit down and break down these steps here and just kind of look at a little more of the details then so when we identify the hazards now these are just a couple of definitions i kind of threw out there so we want to do a thorough evaluation of the workplace to look for those necessary hazards to uh sorry to look for the necessary items to identify the hazards out there so that we can wear ppe and of course when we think about hazards we can have a physical hazard a chemical a biological a ergonomic factor so there's a lot of different hazards out there and many times it's really based on what the person does so there's not going to be a one-size-fits-all that i could say everybody who works in an office i've now written a hazard assessment and it's going to work for every single office that's ever been in, um, invented by man that's just so we really have to understand the workplace not just the oh i think a person's exposed to this we want to next determine the likelihood and severity of the hazard that's out there then so when we sit down and look at this uh we want to look at that likelihood you know and of course the potential consequence out there so when i was a very young safety professional i was just out of college i was like still trying to really understand why that we did what we did at times because there were times that i just literally did not truly understand exactly why we wore ppe and many times it was not that the company didn't do a good job of looking at hazards but what they de decided is no matter what you're going to wear the following ppe whether the hazard is there or not you know um many times i was out uh, helping guys survey things way out in the desert of uh, texas so it's desert there is no overhead hazards we're surveying we're literally holding a surveying pole and that kind of stuff then they would be insistent and of course they is the management i could never convince them not to that there was a overhead hazard in every job that we ever did and that's why that no matter what when you got out of that truck you had to have your hard hat on it didn't matter where you were got out of that truck that hard hat was on because to them they looked at that likelihood and severity of hazard and said yes and the the jobs that we do and of course we we also did other jobs there in the company uh that somebody somewhere could get injured and thus no matter what the rule was you got to have a hard hat on that so that doesn't mean that you don't have an overhead hazard but kind of think about when you're coming up with these rules and for them what they would say is but it was really easy to identify somebody who wasn't following ppe well there's no hazard are you really protecting people out there so again i'm off my soapbox then let's look at the next step then so then we want to select the appropriate ppe you know and of course that's gloves respirators eye protection hearing protection you know any form of protective clothing but again you have to do it per the hazard that's out there 
if you want to take a pair of leather gloves and use it to protect your hands from a chemical hazard, that's uh, the, the so the, the um, that leather glove will help for a little bit until, of course, it soaks through that leather and then gets on the human hand. So you have to pick the right glove for the right hazard that's out there. Same thing with things like respirators. Is it going to be a chemical hazard? Is it a dust? Is it a because you're not going to find the cartridge that's going to protect everybody against everything that's out there. Finally, we, I shouldn't say finally, but we also have to train and um, train people on how to use it, put it on, to take it off, um, storage, maintenance of the equipment. And of course, like uh, all things in life, it's going to wear out eventually. When do we say uh, it's at its life? We now need to have a, uh, a new pair of gloves. We now need some new glasses. We have enough scratches on these. Uh, when we think about hard hats, is it, um, is it past the expiration date for the warranty? You know, all that, that kind of stuff then. So uh, we just can't say, hey, we we bought all the stuff. Everybody knows what to do from that point on then. So, and then the final step is part of everything. Got to go back and monitor that effectiveness then. So, and of course, at the same time, what you're looking for is have conditions changed? Because in an ideal world, once we identify a hazard, we want to do everything we can to get rid of that hazard. Once that we get rid of that hazard, are we just torturing people by wearing the PPE? Or is it that we lower the severity and likelihood, but it's out there still, so the PPE is necessary? You know, so we want to want to go back and look at how we're doing that exactly too. And that is it for episode 34. In today's episode, we talked about PPE hazard assessments, and one of the reasons that we talked about is to protect the people. You know, we can we can always say, hey, we have to do this because OSHA says so and all the rest. And that's great. And that's a reason why. But the, the overall key, the big item is to protect the people out there. So uh, also uh, PPE should be used as as a last resort. You've done everything you possibly can um, because as humans, we're all flawed. Uh, PPE is hot comfortable doesn't always fit right so um before we torture people and put in the, the, all this stuff on do everything we can to uh minimize the hazard to minimize the likelihood severity all that good stuff and with that episode 34 is complete thank you so much for, for joining me my name is dr david ayers have a safe day